Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN, it's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. And we are on your radio for the next two hours in the Toolkit Depot studio. Scotty Cummings is here with a jumper on because it is a little bit nippy. 12 degrees at the moment as two blokes do strange lunges as they walk past our studio window. We're doing this lunging thing, Scotty. Good morning. It's good exercise. It's hard to criticise people up at this time doing exercises. We sit here on our... About dushies, hmm. talking nonsense, but uh, good morning to you and morning to everybody. Happy Remembrance Day. Yeah, very much so. Um, of course, uh, a special time, of course, a day to remember the the heroes, uh, of course, who... Uh, well, give us the thing. life we're, uh, we're allowed yeah. to lead right now. Yeah, did our thing for the country, so make sure we do uh, are aware of that throughout the day. Hey, big show coming up. Uh, Steve Parnham's going to join us. Of course, got a very busy day because the pinnacles are on at Ascot and Steve mm. Parnham... Uh, has got a, uh, a big chance of winning one of the big race winners. In fact, Vampy at play, which was one of the tips from our man Riley Morgan yesterday. So he's on that. He's also got uh, a connection to Rith Bussler, who's one of the stars of our carnival. A couple of young men will be in the studio called Sam Gilby and Harry Cole. Harry Cole, if you go through the um, the player profiles and their strengths and their weaknesses. AFL draft prospects, these are. Yeah. Harry Cole, I just I read out his stuff and I just went... It must be a, just a mini version of me. So let's go. Cummings going at number 14. <laughs> the best ever. By nice work, Ray. Yeah, good stuff. I'd like to get that in early. Uh, his strengths. Gosh. Forward craft. Yeah. Class. X factor. Aerial ability. Padded in spades. Finishing. Yeah. So looking forward to meeting those boys. Big careers out of them. Hey, Jeff, if it's not you talking about your career stats, you're not interested, are you? No, I was interested. No, I'm just was. thinking the only thing you know about craft is cheese. Um, whackity whack whack. There it is. Thank you very much. See, is that, is that it? That's, your, that's it today? <laughs> Tell me that's your last one. That's my Friday funny right Tell there. Me, oh, yeah, Darren Berry will join us after Chuck. 7.30, the big chuckster. It is, uh, wow, didn't that uh, pizzle out last night in Adelaide? <laughs> I don't know if it, if it was just me, but I... I was sitting there, and I think it was because we're all we're all hoping. Not we all. The the, the palms weren't, but we were. All, well, we were all hoping for the <laughs> Pakistan India final, which would just have a hundred thousand at the G, and that would have been huge. But uh, England just destroyed them. They were just brutal last night. Just so people know the sort of um, exchanges we have, uh, we have a WhatsApp group where we 
well, one of us throws up ideas, the rest just yeah, follow. Generally private conversations between yeah. us off air. And so what happens is the normal thing of the SEM Brecky group is uh, one of us comes up with ideas and the rest follow. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, this uh, came through last night at 22 past six. Well, I meant to send it at about five. Forgot to present it. I forgot to hit send. <laughs> this came from um, Scott yeah. to the group. No chance of Pakistan v India. No. No, well, it's been to send it an hour and a bit earlier. And there was a, I think, a crying I think emoji. From, branch, hey? from, I think they, from, from Lois sent a crying emoji. I think they had about 12 to get off 42 balls. <laughs> I responded with, thanks, Richie. Yeah. And then we got the laughing, double laughing tear emoji from uh, Chris Clafunas, the producer to the star. Uh, well, that's why I don't reply to any of your stupid messages. When I do, you howl me down. Yeah. All right, keep it going. What else we got? <laughs> what else we got today? Hey, Scotty, can I just mention to you, yesterday I um, had to do a couple of errands and I got to a point where I needed to get some lunch, right? And I went to a sandwich-making business, right? Do <laughs> <laughs> you mean like a cafe? No. Oh, no, no. A, a sandwich. A no, a sandwich-making business that if you catch a train and you go underne- underneath... Uh, in the States, I think it's called the Subway. Right. Right, something like that, right? Yeah. Anyway, I went to a sandwich-making business. Now, is a teriyaki and salad toasted on Indian, Italian, oh, sorry, Italian herb and cheese, normal cheddar, whatever cheese you want to put on, I think it's all the same. Craft. Right. Toasted. Should it take 16 minutes to make when you're the only person in the shop? Oh, when you first walk in, and then you over, and you then you basically get lapped by four other blokes, <laughs> right? And then, and then, not only did it take sixteen minutes to make, and there were no, there was nothing, right? N- nothing difficult. Was it a ten foot long? <laughs> no, it was no. a normal foot long, yeah. and overtaken by four, right? And then, without without a doubt, can I just give you this one? Can we run a clock, please? Can we run a clock, please? Can we run the clock? Can we run some... Is it a special order? No, no special order. Just... just Staff shortages? No, no, no. Maybe the person working in said sandwich-making business is working in said sandwich-making business for a reason. 90 seconds to wrap it. <laughs> oh, well, come on, it's thorough. Hang on a second, let's try it. Get the folds right. 90 seconds. Took me 17 and one half minutes. What do you mean? 17 minutes for one. I, and I did go outside twice to breathe. It's one of those. Because I was about to go halfway through the said compilation. Because oh, you take that well too, because you're a patient person. And I don't normally throw stones there. Don't worry about that. But, no, no, um, probably not worth it. But that's why they get you to pay up front. Because you're not, you can storm it out. You're storming out after six. At least. Anyway, not have, and it wasn't a trainee, paid. and I didn't say anything. I just paid and I left. And I, was, I thanked her for her. Did you roll your eyes? Because you do roll your eyes while I'm like, cool, Dan. Roll my eyes? You, I did. Yeah, did you? Did I they did. notice it? Uh, you, <laughs> you've lost a few people from rolling your eyes. <laughs> Ten past six is the time. If Scotty doesn't get ten votes in the third person self-congratulator tomorrow morning, Hutchie and Pickers need to have a great hard look at themselves. And Mike, right, and Pally, you're going twiggles. And Mike has thrown in this one. Mike, 
Yesterday, we thought that the 10th day of November was officially in the top three worst days of on this day. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I reckon to be unlucky to finish third. Can I just suggest, albeit it's Remembrance Day, mm-hmm. that we will remember this day as also being an absolute stinker. <laughs> oh, it's no good birthdays, events. OTD is horrendous. November's throwing up some really tough challenges for you. Your little segment. OTD. Any good tunes? Uh, Any... Demi Moore when she does the oh. ghost thing. Uh, she's the clay. better in another movie. Is she? What other movies oh. she been good in? She was good in um, <laughs> in um, a few good in men. Decent proposal. She did. Yeah, she was. A few good men. Very good in that dancing movie. I can't remember the name of it. Um, dancing movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know what it's called, mate. You don't have to tell me through my ears. I'm not going to say it out loud. <laughs> what was the dancing movie? I don't know. Something. Striptease. <laughs> what? Is that what it's called? <laughs> I think she was good in that. <laughs> oh, that'll get you in trouble. Had nothing to do with that. Yep, who else? Anything else? Uh, not really. Oh, really? Back-to-back howlers on on this day. Did you know the, the first VCR blow. was demonstrated don't, don't go early. on this day? Because it's not going to get a mention in the uh, main body of work, as David <laughs> Barrow would say. <laughs> right. 1952, the VCR. Do you remember the beta? No, before, well, no, before me. So the beta was yeah. being phased out. So it was the chunky one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. So there was the beta and then the VHS. The, yeah, the, the VHS was good. Well, the VHS was I've still got. I've got a, a suitcase full of my best Channel 10 stuff. In VHS, all on VHS, and it's just chock a block of my talents. When you say suitcase, do you mean more like of your best stuff? Is that like a, yeah? That'd be like a carry-on bag, would it? No, it's it wouldn't gen- be a check-in underneath the plane sort of suitcase. No, no, it's genuine. Put it in underneath and go into oh, the cargo hold. Really? Oh, mate! But I kept everything those days. I reckon my mum's got still got a lot of tapes, a lot of t- footy tapes. <laughs> Oh, can you get them? Can you get them put yeah, onto? Yes, you can. You get them burned onto a DVD, <laughs> <laughs> and then from the DVD onto the USB, and then from the USB it goes uh, onto into uh, the cloud, <laughs> and into the cloud. No, don't put stuff in clouds. No, <laughs> clouds dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what's a, a thumb drive? I had to get a thumb drive off Chris Clafunas the other day. What is it? Why is it called a thumb drive? I would have would have thought. Big as your thumb. That's what I would have thought. It's just, <laughs> just a little note through the cans. Can you have that thumb drive back, please? I what was know. on it? Did you check what was on it before you gave it here? What was on it? What did I ask? Is it his personal snaps? Yeah, I did a Melbourne Cup call for charity. That's right. You did? I heard that. I heard that. Recorded. That was good. Anyway. Now, thumb drive. Are we on here? Size of your thumb, mate. Yes. <laughs> We're not having yeah. these conversations. Apparently, we are. Uh, keep the text coming through because that is important no, to keep don't. the show Twiggles, going. Because... Put, turn your phone off. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six. Hey, did you know last night's Powerball Lotto Powerball oh, missed it. Number seven was the winning Powerball two weeks ago. <laughs> wow! Yeah, awesome. That's just, uh, hey, everyone, get off to a great start to your day. If you are that. buying your West Australian newspaper oh, today, doesn't look, it look beautiful? Look no further. They've finally got a lead story on the back page. Yep. They finally cracked it on the back page. Yep. There we are in all our glory. Scotty and Goss, SEN 657. Download the SEN app or you can listen on that thing. What's that? 
little thing that code. QR code. QR code. You can put, scan and bang. Scan and bang. And uh, Hayes and Marto, I went, hey, you know what? I must admit, I was driving after um, having trouble with the the sandwich person, right, the delay. By the time I'd got out, it was almost mid-afternoon. <laughs> so I was having for afternoon you tea. You straight to the Wembley to see the well, boys? Well, it was 2.34 and it reminded me that Hayes and Marto yes. were at the Wembley Hotel. And there were 50 free beers up for grabs. 50 frees for the Gage Roads, Hazy as. Yeah, they were gone by 2.34. Well, yeah, well, I don't know. But I... Um, Assuming. <laughs> but... I didn't pull in because of the traffic. Around the, the Wembley? Area. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> really? Traffic? Yep. Around the Wembley. Well, because they were there. Yeah. And people were going there for the big cricket game. I don't think they needed to have traffic management. But anyway, you didn't go in and support the boys. You said you were going to be there. People yeah. were probably going there because you said you were going to be there. <laughs> I didn't go there. Was, there would have been a rare sighting of you in public. I didn't With go, the people. I didn't go there. Uh, for those who are concerned great, about the desk cleaning yesterday, so we're just getting all this. We're getting. We're just clearing our... Tension within the SEN office. There was tension in the SEN office yesterday. Pete, Peter V blew a fuffer. He certainly did yeah. because uh, Peter V was very unhappy with the amount of paper, uh, which I like to recycle. Right. He doesn't. He's a great thrower out of her. So he, oh. he. So if, if you were thinking about uh, you know, the, the trees and mm. stuff, I'm save the trees, recycle. That's why I keep all my papers there. I'm going to protest against Peter V and his lack of recycling. Yeah, yeah. Hates the environment, Pete. Let's go with that. This is what happened yesterday. Guys, I'm putting it all in there, and it'll be in the filing system in the boardroom, mate. We've had coffee spilled all over here. There's no room. So, mate, you're not losing it. All I'm doing it is storing it for you. Okay? All good. Tim Gossich, MC. But, mate, we've got no room to move. So it's all going to be in the storeroom behind me, okay? Jeez. Anyway, so... um. It, it is really clean. blew up, but it's like it was a tower. It wasn't just a pile of stuff. It was a tower of paper yep. and newspapers yep, it was. And, and fan the, mail. And and the cleaner did ask the day before, do you want me to throw this out because we've had a complaint? You said, no way, it's and my said, safety blanket. No way, it's my emotional safety blanket and yep. I recycle, leave it all there, please. Pete has no no care for the environment or your mental health. So when, that? Is, is, sports on, is sports day Poor on Pete. tonight? Poor Pete. Will sports day be on tonight? Yeah. I think so. Uh, so if you are out there with Greenpeace or anything like that, we are at Optus Stadium. <laughs> Come and protest. Yeah. I haven't had a protest for a while. When was the last protest you were involved oh, in? I don't get involved in protests. But protests I get involved in are at home. <laughs> the Greyhound, the Greyhound um, animal welfare people got me mm-hmm. uh, at Channel 10 when we – Put a play of the day when the owners were yelling at the screen that Tommy Shelby was about to win a big race and the owners were in Perth and it was COVID and the people were on the other side and the Greyhound won and it was all exciting. Oh, look at this for ownership. Isn't this exciting? Blah, 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 blah. That's great. Yeah. No, not according to the animal welfare. Because you're against Greyhound racing? Yep. So they They're the same people that say nup to the cup? Yep. They're the same people. Anyway, so they were out there in front of Channel 10 when I left. (laughs) One day. Taking credit. For your cancelling? <laughs> no, not when I left, left. Oh, well, when, when you left, I left for the for day. The day. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Were they really? Yeah. Do they say stuff to you? They throw things at you? No. no. When, they, when they actually confront you, for the best part, they don't say much. No. 
Anyway, each to their own. Happy Friday, Goss and team. The, uh, another great week of informative and fun program. Oh, I don't know about him. <laughs> Lise, you're only being nice, Lise. Very disappointed the cricket both nights boring as bat. Um, hopefully Mother Nature will leave the taps. And, yeah, we're, yeah we do want a cracking game. We, we need to finish the oh, I think it'll be. I think it will be a cracking game if it gets played. It's going to rain. Yeah, a lot. Paul reckons the Magic Round's going to be in South Australia. Six games at the Adelaide Oval. What chance do you think Fremantle or West Coast are actually getting a game on the Adelaide Oval? None. Well... Gil's over there today, I believe. Gil McLaughlin's over there for an announcement on yep. Magic Round, so yep. that gives a fair bit away. Yeah, yeah, but Adelaide we... Magic Round. Yeah, but I, I, I get that. It's it's a bit more accessible, you know. Melbourne people can get there easier by bus. Perth people can get there a bit earlier. You know, I don't know about Sydney. I don't know about Sydney. Not travellers. No, well they're not. They don't, how many people will go see Fremantle take on Brisbane in Sydney? No, no, well, no, none. And how many would go see Fremantle take on Brisbane in Adelaide? Um, no, I wouldn't have thought any. Yeah, this is going to be a great decision. Oh, I can see where they're trying to, what they're trying to do, and, I, and I'm all for having a crack. Hey, a couple of young boys going to be in the studio too today, and I'm looking forward to having them in. Sam Gilby and Harry Cole. Harry Cole sounds like he should be playing in the Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a soccer name. Uh, also, Darren Berry's going to join us, and Steve Parnham, not far away. So get your pens ready. Steve Parnham, and for those who were listening yesterday, our great man, Riley Morgan. Tipped us into uh, four bucks. Yeah, four bucks. With My dilemma. Yes, it won, it duly uh, won, so congratulations. It was a good to ride, too. Well, it wasn't a good ride, but they <laughs> did, did enough late <laughs> to get on. home. Well, at, at, about the, at about the 400, I'm getting cranky with a tiny little person on the back of that horse, <laughs> and, uh, and then just found a way through and got up by uh, short half head. Um. Uh, Tom Brady and Giselle Blunchen. Blunchen. They're back together? Uh, no, 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 no. Right. divorced 13 years. Yeah. Selling their Tampa Bay uh, house, six bed, six bath on Davis, overlooks Davis Island, so basically couple Tampa of, Bay. Couple of mil. Um, uh, you can get the open view of there. You've got a wine cellar, a lift, um, a Ooh, chef's that's kitchen. That's what I like in my house. A, a huge pool, a spa, a private dock, and a boat lift. And you can you need a boat lift, yeah. No, you need a boat. I mean, you just need a lift, mate. I do. <laughs> you don't. How happy, how happy was I with the friends we stayed with, the, the great Murray Rance and Di Rance. Mm. Got a lift in their house for so happy. Nineteen million dollars if you're looking to buy a place. It's nineteen. A, it's a lovely little spot. Do you want to all go in together? Oh, chip in. Yeah. <laughs> So there you go. You can look online and have a look. It's, it's actually quite a very beautiful house. Oh, a be. It's $19 million. You'd expect it to be beautiful. 21 like past six on Friday morning. Life. Thanks for all your company and your feedback. You can call us 13 12 55 or text away 0487 736 736. Hello to our SEN Spirit audience down there in the southwest. We love hearing from you yeah. too. So if you are down there listening on SEN Spirit, tell us where you're yeah. listening from. Love to hear it. Love to get some of the southwest on, or whether you're down in Albany or Margs, anywhere down that Good way. Good news for the people in the southwest too is I'm. Six weeks from heading that way. Oh, I get excited. Where are you going? You're going on holidays again? Yeah. Wow. Hello. I'm, I'm working with Paul Hazelby. I'm working in six weeks, six weeks six. blocks with you. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage.
birthdays, events and some of the great moments in history. It's On This Day. 11th of November, it is Remembrance Day, so please do so today. And Ash has texted in and said, this on this day will either make or break my weekend, boys, or flatten me like a pancake. So bloody lift, Goss. Finish it with a bit of Daryl, please, says Ash. Just say, Ash, I've got nothing to do with no, this. No, nothing. I don't. I have not made this day. This day is on the calendar. Anyway, we'll run with it and see what we can come up with. <laughs> it's just- it's going to be a hell. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, right. so, it's fine so, for a spot on the podium, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? Well, will you be the judge of that? Okay. So far, we've got two on the podium, June yeah. 17 yeah. and yesterday, November 10. <laughs> Robert John Lang, otherwise known as Mutt Lang, is a US songwriter <laughs> and producer. Who's <laughs> he known as? Mutt. Mutt. And he was married to this woman. Don't tell me. <laughs> that don't impress me much. Seriously, get one job. He was married to Shania Twain. He was outed, Brian Adams. <laughs> Seriously, one job. Uh, he was uh, uh, married to her and they've divorced since. And oh. yeah, as you know, he also wrote this song. Don't tell me it's not worth trying. Certainly wasn't married to. Uh, <laughs> Right, Adams, but he did write and produce many great songs over the journey. Mate, he produced Elmy Missing them. He produced Elmy for ACDC and Def Leppard. Def Leppard was so good, Goss. You should play some Def Leppard later. That'll get everyone up and about. Yeah, no, 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 you do the segment. Don't be a sook. Do the segment. All of a sudden, everyone's an expert. Just <laughs> trying to help a mate in need. Not helping. Okay. Yeah. Not helping. Well, you know why I'm not helping? Because we're still playing Brian Adams. <laughs> Shut him down. <laughs> Come on. Demi Moore is 60 today. Oh. If you look at Demi Moore today, she's younger than she was. <laughs> she's had a bit of work. Oh, Demi. James Morrison is an Australian musician. He can play 16 instruments, and I think all at the one time. He's 60 today. Incredibly talented, but so annoying. It's because he can play 16? Yeah, I think so. Get out and play some sport, James. Get out. Get outside. Leonardo DiCaprio is 48 today. He won the Academy Award for Best Actor in uh, The Revenant in 2015, another movie I haven't seen. Anyway, <laughs> been in lots of stuff, including this classic. think Rose stitched him up. There was enough room on that bank of wood for both of them. She just, just let him drift away. Hey, lads, I'm, I've, I've, reached a, I've reached a... Boiling point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's November 11, it's Remembrance Day, and I want this day to be remembered for one thing. The day... And on this day, oh, no. was not completed due to lack of quality. It's... I'm off to get him a cafe coffee.
Come on, Goss. Sing it. You've heard this song in plenty of places you've been to. I think this might have also been in Demi Moore's movie. <laughs> Ghost. No, the other one. Oh, G.I. Jane. <laughs> Come on, mate. No, group. I'm really Get yourself together. No, I'm really, 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 really struggling with the whole concept of this show today. <laughs> today? Why just today? We started in March. Couldn't have said something earlier. <laughs> Let's do this. Time for a sports update, and before we get there, I want to say thank you to Greg of Sorrento, who probably has sent the best text we've had since we've started. Wow. He said, Goss and Scotty, I'm against protesting, but I don't know how to show it. <laughs> do you get it? He's against it, mm. and he wants to tell everyone he's against it, but how do you do it mm. if you're against it and you don't want to protest? Yeah. Greg of Sorrento, you're a smart man. I'd change stations. Way too smart for listening to us. <laughs> Well, you can't. That's too smart for us, mate. That is way above anything. It's way above our pay grade. Dad joke central, and that's why you love it. Look at you. I've got a. I've got one for you, actually. That's reminded me that a my, dad joke. Yeah, that my mate sent through. I'm. I'm not. Now, I'm not starting with it because I don't want to follow it. I want to get out <laughs> as soon as it's been no, said. No, no, no. No, I'm not starting with it because it is a stinker. What happened in sport overnight? Wow. Scotty, lots. Were you watching the cricket? We yeah. know you were because yeah. you were texting us on the WhatsApp I, with your I told you early that analysis. India were in trouble. <laughs> I, I, I didn't watch it. I was doing my real estate course. I was at uh, <laughs> my next job. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the pub and uh, just had it on in the background before we went off to watch a uh, stand-up comedian. Yes, Louis C.K. last night, and we. I'm offended already. Left the pub pretty early. It was Whoa! quite offensive. Oh, was he really? It's very, very good. Who did you go with? I went with Dom and James and Tim. <laughs> hey, hot boys? Uh, Tim. Tim is a hot what boy. What about the dog groomer? No, she didn't, she didn't get invited. She's not into that sort of No, filth. she is. She is. She, she, she enjoys stand-up comedy. How, what did you say? Didn't get an invite. Didn't get an invite. Wow. It's just a lads night for Louis. Yeah, it's a lazy sort of thing. He's Never heard of him. I, I, Louis C.K., he oh. was one of the biggest comedians in the world, I reckon, before he got cancelled a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he's come back. Does he, and Coming back. The, how does he work his room? Does he Is he sitting on a chair? No, he's, he's standing up. He's, he walks around a little so bit. He's a walker. Stand-up comedian Thank who you. stands up. Yeah, he's good. Fish right there. Oh. Thank you. That's why I said it. That's good. That's good stuff. <sighs> Some of them are so gentle that they just go straight through, don't they? Real gentle comedy. I could do stand-up. Mm. <laughs> you, you did the other day, didn't you? You said you were hilarious. I was. I am actually You know how you funny. shouted us about <laughs> taking a break? He's doing it again with Sophie Monk, actually, what on Saturday. More, more stand-up comedy coming your way for Mac Happy Day, right? Yeah. Um, what's today? Friday. So it's tomorrow night. That's then. what I thought with Sophie Monk. Yeah. yeah, I won't be. I'm not working with her. She's she's actually she's actually refusing to work with me. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. She wants to. She doesn't want to be in, when I'm doing the auction. She wants to be solo, Sophie in, Monk in the green is that, room. Are you still? Is it still by law? You got to be 200 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> that still might be too close. <laughs> All right, well, England, we were watching this. They're through to the World Cup final. Alex Hales and Joss Butler put on a partnership worth 170. They were very, very good. They chased down the target of 168 with four overs to spare. Stephen Parnham's next. They take on Pakistan at the MCG on Sunday, hopefully.
all things going well with the weather. Bit of rugby league news. The Gillaroos just edged New Zealand 10 to 8 in their final yes. group game at the Rugby World Cup, Rugby League World Cup, I should Most say. Good. Uh, very. The Carabao Cup overnight topsy-turvy game between Manchester United and Aston Villa. 4-2 win in the end to Manchester United. They came back from behind twice. And... You know when he's in this mood? I fear we can't bring him back today. A lot of the time we can bring him back. Only because he's in this mood, he might enjoy this one. But it is one of the worst ones I've ever heard. Uh. Oh, this is, the, is this the This joke? is it. Stand by. Yeah, look at him. Mate, get your fingers on the button. Arms, arms folded? folded? He loves having his arms folded. Fold your arms so he just woke him up. <laughs> <laughs> little jolt. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. We're ready. Well, uh, I can't. You build it up. He's just Here enjoying the show. It's okay. Here we go. That he is. Where does, the, <laughs> where does the King of England keep his armies? In his sleeveys. Oh, my. Nothing worse than a bloke that actually gives the answer. No, well, just, it's not worth listening. <laughs> hey, Stephen Parnham's going to join us. Why? Why? Stephen Parnham's going to join us next, of course. Uh, plenty more to get through, believe it or not. <laughs> My God. <laughs> After 7 o'clock, two boys called Sam Gilby and Harry Cole. They're young draft prospects. We've had a lot of draft prospects so far on SENWA Breakfast, and yeah. these two will be in the studio. Looking forward to chatting with Sam and Harry. And after 7.30... After last night's domination by England over India, it is all roads to the MCG, Pakistan and England, and Darren Berry from the SEN commentary team will join us. I promise you right now, ladies and gents listening, that during this little spell, the words, time to straighten up, will be mentioned off air. Right around Western Australia on SEN, it's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. Over on the outside, all the Kingsmen, all the Kingsmen races up, goes to the lead. In pursuit, though, is Bustler. All the Kingsmen with 100 left to go. Bustler cuts the margin. All the Kingsmen, Bustler comes. All the Kingsmen, Bustler, Dilly, Dilly. Not sure, could go either way. The dive went to Bustler, all the Kingsmen. He bobbed his head right on the line with him at the same time. To the line they went, and it was Bustler. Yeah, it was Bustler in the Fair Retho, ridden by our next guest, Stephen Parnham, who is in rare form. Been around the racing circles for a while, the great Parnham name. And, of course, Stephen is one of the three boys who are currently riding along with Brad and Chris. But fair to say, this young man is probably in the best form of the lot. Stephen, appreciate your time. Obviously, great memories from the weekend with Bustler, arguably one of the best horses you've ever ridden. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, good morning, Tim and Scotty. Yeah, uh, he's a... Very nice horse at the moment um, on the way up. So, yeah, he's got a good uh, career ahead of him, I think. How does how do you get on the horse for, for, for the family? Obviously, you're trained by your dad. How do you get on when there's, you know, how do you get picked to ride a horse when you've got two brothers with the Parnham name still riding? How, how, do, how do you, how is it decided to um, who gets the ride? Yeah, a lot of people ask that question. Um Dad just probably tries to do a bit of an even spread. Um, some particular owners we may ride for um, or, uh, you know, we might ride certain family horses, you know, um, along the way. Uh, so that that may sort of get split that way. Um, I think Dad tries to even it out a bit. So it's a little bit of a luck game um, because you don't know what 
what sort of uh, tank they got under there when they're young. So, um, yeah, I've been fortunate enough uh, to get some good ones along the way. You're riding in great form, mate. 19 Metro winners. I think you've backed it up with 19 placings as well. Plenty on the provincial as well. Been riding for a while. You've ridden some great horses and you've had plenty of success. But as as form in the saddle is... is um, uh, consu- in regards to your form in the saddle, your riding, not just the wins, have you ridden better? Um, probably, I feel like I am riding with the, the most confidence that I've ever ridden, uh, and uh, the winners are coming um, really well for me at the moment. Uh, I've had a bit of a, uh, a rough two years with injuries, a mm-hmm. um, couple of falls, and just to um, bounce straight back into the winner's circle um, on return and then continue that form on an, on an upward path. Um, I just feel really good about how, how I am riding um, and it does help getting on some, some good horses like Bustler and, and some others. So just sort of riding that wave and um, full of confidence along the way. Even the, we don't talk about falls with jockeys, but is the body good? Is it fully recovered? Are you 100%? Yeah, I am now. Yep, uh, I, I made a bit of a um, sort of managed path uh, coming back to to racing, so that um, I didn't hit any hurdles uh, throughout my return. Um, yeah, back to full capacity, feel great, and yeah, just uh, really happy to be back riding riding the winners, um, which I'd been missing out on. Huge couple of days, in fact, huge month ahead for WA Racing. Ten and a half million dollars in prize money up for grabs, of course, with the Pinnacles, and it does start tomorrow. Big day, Champion Phillies Day, the Placid Arc, uh, and the Group Three, of course. Yeah, as I mentioned, Champion Phillies uh, Day, of course. What do you, what do you, you, you ride? You've got Vampire at play now. We have Riley Morgan who, who comes on and mm. gives us his tips. He's very confident about this horse. Judging by your quick glance at the rest of your book, is Vampire at play the best of your of your rides tomorrow? Yeah, she is uh, desperately unlucky last start, um, as she was a bit the first up run too. Um, she just got uh, basically boxed in a pack of um, horses that were going nowhere the other day, and um, early on it was a, it was a good position and turned into um, turned into a bit of a disaster. But she uh, she never got out till what is about the 150 meter mark, and the race was was done and dusted. So. She's come on, um, and her track work has been really great. So I, I do expect that she will be right in there at the finish of the race. Um, Laced up heels was a good win the other day, but um, I think I would have tested them out if I got out when I did. Yeah, judging by the market too. So so Laced up heels, Chris Parnham, two dollars sixty. Vampire play, Stephen Parnham, three dollars. Mystery Cova, Brad Parnham, ten dollars. The three, top three in the market there. Oh. Could be the Parnham trifecta. Uh, <laughs> hey, Stephen, when you when you talk about being locked up and you know it was a disaster and you can't get out, as a jockey at that time, you look so calm from what we see. You know, you've got big horse under you, five hundred and fifty kilos of horse are in, in, uh, below you and around you, and you're looking for safety and you've got to be patient. Are you swearing and cursing on the inside, or are you swearing and cursing on the outside? And are you, are you, what, what's going through your mind when you know you just can't not get out and you're boxed in? Well, the the race the other day was probably uh, one of the the most unluckiest that you can situations you can get into. Um, so there was a lot of sort of cursing <laughs> on the inside. You can guarantee you that because I, I went into that race with a bit of uh, confidence that I could. Um, 
give those those favourites a shake in, in it. And uh, we we weren't able to get our opportunity, so I was pretty um, pretty annoyed about that. But uh, we have to move on. It's just one of those scenarios where um, you can't do a lot about it. Things happen quickly in a race. And, um, yeah, you can't jump over the top of them, I guess, is, is the <laughs> essential part of it. So, um, yeah, not really much. You know, it's just, you obviously can't barge your way out and cause a fall. So um, that's you you play the game where you can, um, you can work your way out um, as as aggressively as possible. But in a situation like it was the other day, there just was was just no out. So um, you just have to swallow the pill and uh, move on to the next one. <laughs> Luckily, it wasn't the the grand final. Her grand final is tomorrow, and uh, I'm be looking to make amends for that one. Hey, Steve, how, how much shouting at other jockeys mid race goes on? Like, is there is there screaming at each other? Is can, there can, like? Can I answer? I was just get out. Exactly the same question I'm going to hear. Can I just answer this question? When you go and sit, um, you go to Belmont Park and you go park your car and you can park your car right up onto the home turn, 400 metres out. You drive to the races. You, you go there and you can park your car and you get out and stand on the outside rather yep. than they come past. Exactly the question I was going to ask. Stephen, all you hear often is, yeah, yeah, like you're trying to get your horse to go. But I actually hear no talking, almost like there's no talking or yelling at other jockeys at any stage. Does it happen? As On the back of Scotty's question, um, it inc- sounds incredibly quiet for the best part. Yeah, it's a little bit throughout, depending on um, uh, the moves of other riders. You know, if someone's coming into your line and going to interfere with you, um, otherwise, it's yeah, it's pretty silent um, until we get into the home straight and we're, we're um, urging our horses along. So, um, but there would be times, I guess, where there is you know someone comes out there and gets in your way, you might you might let them know that they're uh, doing the wrong thing. It's similar, like in the car. Someone cut you off, you go past and give them a little serve along the way. There's no, yeah. no, no problem with that at all. So a couple of texts have come through yes. uh, today about yes. Soldier's Camp. One of the guys, uh, his brother's got a share in it, wants then, to know how it pulled up. And, and then also yeah. uh, Steve Roy had a winner, had a runner with that Steve Road yesterday in Soldier's Camp, was very happy with his last 400. What's your thoughts, mate, on Soldier's Camp? Bit of interest out there on that one? Yeah, I only rode it for the first time yesterday and it... Um, Quite a green horse, uh, still learning what his uh, the the game is about. But I thought his run was pretty good. Um, probably look for a, uh, an improved effort next time, and um, should go pretty close to sort of getting a win within the next few runs, I reckon. Yeah, and Ryan from Bankshire Grove on the back of Vampy at Place says, Goss and Scotty, I was on Vampy, and let me tell you what I was thinking when I was boxed in. <laughs> <laughs> but getting back on board this weekend, on your right? Yeah, this well. He probably was not as frustrated as me, I can tell you. Well, what, what about what about after the race in the jockeys' rooms, Steve? Is there any any tension there? Any weird, like if someone well, if someone does some does something stupid on a horse, it's obviously dangerous. But did, did any words get crossed in the uh, jockeys' room? William Pipe is back in town. Yeah, yeah, there can be. Yeah, every now and then there's there's a little bit, but um, most most of the time it's yeah. Um, just go out there, you do business, you, you get along with whatever whatever happens, dishes up to you, but if someone's doing something but the wrong thing, you, 
you're letting them know that you're not too happy with them. Oh, it seems like there's a jockey's code, Gossip. What happens on the track stage? On the track well, stage, he's keeping goes, it close the, to his chest. There's there. a fair bit that goes on well, in the jockey's room. Yeah, you, you, your enemy's on the field and, and uh, you sort of leave it there usually, but um, yeah, sometimes it can spill over. Uh, speaking of W. Pike, uh, he's back. He's back in town and he's got a full book tomorrow. He's already written a couple of winners. He got rolled on a favourite yesterday, so uh, Operation Normal, really. That's just what happens in racing. But um, does everyone rise when W. Pike is back or is that just an overcooked media thing? Probably an overcooked media thing, I guess. Um, he's very popular in um, the punting scene and uh, does draw draw a lot of attention to racing. Um, it, it's great to have him back in the jockey's room. Um, me and him started at the same time, and uh, his his career's gone massive. So um, yeah, good to sort of see him back from from his stint in Sydney, and um, I'm sure he's going to draw a lot of attention for um, the the industry over the next few weeks um, of our carnival. Uh, but yeah, I guess we just approach it like it's just another rider and he, he'll be getting good rides and he's very competitive, very um, hard to to toss when you ride against him. But um, at the same time, I do enjoy beating the best and, uh, yeah, probably those, those sorts of sort of riders do do bring the best out of you, um, as do any other um, interstate rider that comes across as well. Yeah, so, 100%. Um, D. Oliver told us earlier on, didn't he, that he... Be back around. Oh, he'll be back, back for the summer. He, so. He's back. Yeah, he's going. He's riding. Um, That's royalty, Steve. He's surely ro- there's he's riding some, rock you know, fire. Surely if you're sitting, yeah. in, surely if you're sitting in Ollie's locker, you get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I guess if you can beat him, you got to. You get that photo on the wall, you know, yeah. see all of a second. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Zara, another one, of course, who was uh, fresh and he's back yeah. in town this week. I don't know if he's doing any riding during the carnival, but he's back in town this week catching up with the fam. Okay, so Vampire play, uh, look, mate, with an ounce of luck, you hope to turn the tables in the champion fillies. You've got five other rides and some of them are fair odds. I like fashion stakes to me. Don't, I think I it's mate, overs. you're not the expert. We're going straight to Stephen. Stephen, we would like to know what is your best at value and you're not, you know, we're not asking you to declare it or anything like that. But if there is a punter listening right now and has fifty cents left in their account, what can they do with it tomorrow? <laughs> what that means, Steve, is Goss has got fifty cents left in his account. <laughs> He'd like to make it a dollar, please. Come on, Stephen, lift. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, tough question. Uh, one, three, I, I don't mind hot blooded. I don't mind hot blooded. It's okay. been racing quite well. Um, going up to 1,400, and it's a pretty good run the other day. So, yeah, I think it's a okay. bit of a sneaky chance. No um, love, no love for fashion Wednesday. stakes at $126? Come on, man. Oh, <laughs> if I can win that one, I'll be very, very happy. So, but um, it does look to meet a pretty slick field. So yeah. um, we'll do our best. Thanks for coming on. Uh, great that you're attached to a horse like Bustler. You are riding in superb form. Every time I hear Macca or anyone else around the racing game, they always talk about how good you are riding, mate. It's great. Absolutely brilliant that all the partner boys are enjoying this wave of success and good to see that you are showing the way, mate. Thanks for joining us. Good luck tomorrow. And judging by the way you've spoken this morning, we might want to be on Vampy at play. Thanks for joining us, mate. Enjoy tomorrow. No worries. Thanks, guys. Looking forward to the carnival. Um, yeah. It's a good Hopefully man. we can...
Uh, enjoy it. Cheers. Yep, he is the pinnacle. So put away Tab Touch. It's the inaugural running of the West Australian's Premier Race Carnival, and there's so much up for grabs. And he is just a he's a quality young man. Yeah. And he is riding. Oh, mate, he's riding in superb form, and I hope he has a, a big day tomorrow. And it is the Champion Phillies Day, and let's hope that he can get the job done. Don't let me don't let me say I didn't talk, tell you about fashion stakes. Okay, we're going to get a breakaway. Going to come back. A couple of young men have shown up. Believe it or not. Yep. On time and on their own, like not chaperoned by somebody. These two are big chance. Yeah, they are. We've had some impressive, impressive young draft hopefuls. We've only had one on the dud. Show. We've only had one dud, and we'll name him after seven o'clock. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, well, he'll be listening right now. Let me tell you. Oh, whack, whack. Yeah, we're we've had a dud. We've had one dud, but yeah, I'll just explain to it. Well, all the other boys have been absolutely sensational young men. So Sam Gilby, Harry Cole are in the house, and um, they are looking like young men on a mission. We'll find out what mission that will be. Let's get a news breakaway. Thanks to McCafe's new blend, coffee fit for an. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. Seven. Thanks to the news break. McCafe's new blend, coffee fit for an Aussie. And don't forget, make happy days tomorrow. And you can purchase a pair of silly socks from Macca's for five dollars. All money raised will go towards Ronald McDonald House charities. Do it as they continue to help seriously ill or injured children and their families. And today's Remembrance Day. It is November 11. A couple of draft prospects we've had on wow. air or on the in the studio. Darcy Jones from Swans, yeah, Jenny Busling big, from East Perth. Big tick, yeah, big tick. Big tick. Uh, Ruben Jinby from Great East bloke. Perth. Elijah Hewitt from Swan District. Sensational. Ed Allen joined us on Brilliant. the phone. Um, Jeez, there's some pressure on these two. We had Denver Granger Barris in the studio, the boy from yeah, I was, uh, I was Swans. On, I was on leave. Who went to Hawthorne and, and doing incredibly well. Probably the downside of the guys oh, we've had in the man, studio. Yeah. Whackity whack whack. How yeah, dare you? He is one of the funniest young men. On. You loved him. Oh, he yeah, was so loved good. Him. So good. Anyway, and uh, we've got two young men who have joined us in the studio who are on a similar path, of course, a year different. And we're talking of Sam Gilby and Harry Cole. They've come from PSA competition at Hale and through Clemont as well. And they are hopeful of being picked up in the national draft, which is rapidly approaching. First of all, Sam, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on. Cheers. And also to Harry. Good on you, mate. We appreciate that. You've just finished your your school. Yes, and correct. Just graduated. So, yeah. Good exams done? Yep, all done now. When did you finish? Your, when was the last exam? It was actually Monday. So I was well, one of the uh, people that sort of finished a bit earlier than the others. So, um, yeah, well, it's been good. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> he knows where he wants to go. Why <laughs> <laughs> oh, this study nonsense? Uh, How'd you go? Good. How'd you go, you reckon? Yeah, not too bad. Um, just more relief that it's all done yep. now. Um, they're all pretty jam-packed together. So, um, yeah, it's a good feeling. Yeah, I think the parents would be more relieved, mate. It's one of the <laughs> to worry about. Oh, it's expensive there's, business. There's, there's a little extra in the skyrocket next I, year. I, I had three going through, I tell you, and uh, nearly all at the same time. Gee, it was tough going. Oh. Yeah, it was tough going anyway. Just still paying the tax man for it. Sam, you've been out of the system. You've been through Claremont Colts and stuff and out of that PA, PSA system. You're ready to be drafted now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's the vibe like? What's your how, how's the process been in regards to waiting for this moment? Uh no, it's been good. I think yeah, it's probably been I really enjoyed this year um being out of school and being a bit older um and being able to yeah, just well I haven't played a lot of footy this year but um being able to kind of do my uni and balance that with footy and um yeah, just really kind of have the freedom to you know go do stuff when I want, go to the gym when I want, go for a run um and not have to worry about like too much study and, and school, I guess. Tell us about the injury. You did. Uh, we've had a couple of you. You've been crook as well as having the injury. So you've 
hopefully all that is behind you. Tell us about the the, the fractured leg, the broken leg. Um, yeah, so broke my leg um, against Perth at Lathlane. Uh, went up for a, went up for a big mark and uh, came down and landed on a bit funny. And um, yeah, it was no good after that. But uh, yeah, had surgery on it the next day. Got a big rod put down my leg, um, down the tibia. So it's holding it in place. A couple of screws in my knee, a couple of screws in my ankle. So yeah. at about 12, 13 weeks at the moment. Um, so. Um, yeah, no, it's come along well. well in your left, you're kicking, yeah. your yeah. kicking leg. Yeah, you'll be okay. Yeah, Off the yeah. halfback flank, iron leg, be able to kick him 100 meters. He's <laughs> <laughs> got metal rods in his legs. <laughs> Steve Austin, yeah. but they wouldn't know who Steve Austin is. Do they? <laughs> Six million dollar man. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. It's worth about 500 grand now. <laughs> Six million back then. He's not in Bitcoin too, is he? Yeah, that was pretty good. Now, you, you, Sam, you played a couple of Resi's games in the preseason. Yeah. So against those bigger bodies and that, that. that how was that experience for you? No, because you're only lightly built. Yeah, yeah. No, it was good. Um, yeah, it was good to play against big bodies. There was a few of the other Colts boys that also went up and played, and uh, it was kind of good to have that experience because, um, yeah, not a lot of other boys probably would get that, but yeah, it was good to kind of um take that step up and, and play against big bodies. Harry Cole, who has a name similar to an. English Premier League soccer player. I I think you've got English Premier League. <laughs> I already got NASCAR driver. All right. <laughs> Mine's a lot cooler. All righty. Uh, it says here, and yep. I quote, the snapshot we've been provided with. Mm. Classy operator. Yep. Um, bag of tricks. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> a, a lot to live up to, mate. Mate, what about the old bread and butter? Just do the basics well. That's, that's, a, that's an old man saying to a young man, let's yeah. just do the basics. But yeah. have, you got, have you got some tricks? Oh, yeah, I think so. I mean, a bit of forward craft's always good, um, being a forward. So, um, Match winners. Yeah, you've got to pull out a few tricks every now and then. That's why people um, go to the footy. <laughs> did, do you remember Scott playing? Were you old enough? Yeah. Oh, I've seen a few clips. Have you, did Have you, you still? Hey, just going back to what we Cummings saying. going at number 14, the best ever by an eagle. 14 goals in a game against the Adelaide Crows yeah. at the Wacker Ground. Do you know where the Wacker is, boys? It's a little yeah. sports ground just around the corner. And have you still got a VHS? <laughs> we were talking about that earlier. I could bring some tapes around. We could have a really good afternoon. Boys are going, whoa. Four clubs what? you played for. Yeah, he did four about, clubs. Me, about the boys. About Harry. Ford Craft, classy, X Factor, aerial ability. Oh, back to you again. And <laughs> back to me again. And and good finisher. Yeah, well. Just sum you up? Yeah, well, mainly that finishing is probably um, something that's always been a highlight on my game. Um, I mean, I really pride myself on my set shots. So, um, one, one of the state games, it wasn't quite so, but. Um, yeah, something something I really pride myself on. Is it? But is that a message from AFL clubs to young draft hopefuls like you guys that it's about keeping the footy, right? So not turning over the ball, keeping clean skills, and being able to being able to run 13, 15, 16 k's a game. Is that the two strongest things that they throw at you? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's not necessarily what clubs tell you. It's probably more what you get told growing up. Um, I mean. Particularly at Hale, we really pride ourselves on sort of possession footy um, and controlling the game. So that was something that was really big for us. But um, with the game sort of picking up in pace, you've you got to be really fit nowadays. Mm. So um, that, that kilometres sort of thing is reaching that mark um, is pretty important. Did you play together? I know you're a year above, Sam, over Harry. Did you play together, PSA? Were you playing up a year? Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. I know it's 11s and 12s predominantly, but they'd yeah. like to favour the 12s. But it's a strong footy program under Jason Norris and Brad Weir and the, and the crew. But you were playing up? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, huge. That's huge. Do you not? Did you play? Yeah, 11? I played. I played when I was in your eleven. That's massive, isn't it? I think a lot of people forget that. That I think the the power PSA schools are the mm-hmm. ones who have the strong blend of elevens and twelves. There yep. are some schools that don't well, have keeps the depth. Them at the top. Some schools, like some like Christchurch, never had the depth, so they basically played all their twelves and their elevens just were not up to it. But that's why I suppose Hale have been so successful. Is it a perfect footy program for you, blokes? The Hale stroke Claremont stroke try and get into an AFL system. Has it just been the dream sort of program for you both? Um, yeah, it's been pretty good, obviously. You know, everything's pretty close by. Um, all kind of in that Claremont, Wembley Downs area, but no, nah, like Chuck and Spew are really good coaches. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> sorry. Chuck Brad, and Brad, Spew. Brad and Jason. Fantastic. Um, no, nah, both, both really good coaches. Um, I enjoyed my time a lot at Hale. Like, yeah, it was just so much fun playing first with them. And then, yeah, Claremont's also been great um, with, with Clang there and um, and last year there as well. Um, yeah, no, but it's been really good. How are you uh, feeling right now? Like, yeah. It, it's a hard one to probably describe. But what, is it just excitement? Are you nervous? Are you, how, how are you guys travelling? You've got a couple of weeks to go. Um, yeah, I'd say probably it's pretty, it's pretty exciting, I guess, the prospect of something that can happen. But um, I guess for me it's – Try not to worry about it too much because it's pretty much out of my control. Yep. But it's, it's within the club's hands now, so they'll pick who they want. Um, but, yeah, pretty excited of what could happen. Sam, you, Harry? So, sorry, you go, Harry. Yeah, look, a little bit of both, a little nervous, a little bit excited. Um, I mean, I've had exams to sort of keep my mind off it um, a bit and focusing on them, but I suppose it's sort of keeping your mind busy now, just leading up to it, um, not thinking about it too much because, as Sam said, it's out of your control. Um, but, yeah, it's Good times ahead. Sam Gilby, Harry Kohler, our guests, uh, two young uh, draft prospects from Western Australia. Sam, when you've suffered the broken leg, have you felt reassured from clubs that you've spoken to that they've taken that into account? Yeah, no, I've spoken to a couple of clubs since I've broken my leg um, and, yeah, they've been like, really positive about it. They know kind of what the injury is and that, well, in my case, it'll make a full recovery because it's just a broken bone. So mm-hmm. um, it'll make a full recovery. I'll be able to get back to normal. Um within the next couple of months. And, um, yeah, no, they were all really positive about it, which was encouraging. You're both Barrack 4? Eagles. 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 Favourite player? Um, or maybe Oscar Allen. Growing up, was always Mark LeCraft for me. Yeah, Lecker. Yeah. Hey. yeah. A great man. Um, do you care where you end up? Or you just want to go into the system? And, you know, private school boys from the Golden Triangle, so to speak, <laughs> are you happy to move to sort of the lesser-type suburbs on the East Coast? Yeah, no, happy to go anywhere. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Collingwood. What if, what if you in, hey, 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 Collingwood, fantastic. It, you'll, you'll love it there. Um, what, what if they ended up at St Kilda? Yeah. I, mean, what, I wouldn't wish that on their whole. worst enemy. <laughs> so you don't, you don't, you don't care, care where you go? Nah. No. Just want to get in. Yeah. You just want to get into the system. Oh, that's yeah. the key. That's yeah. absolutely the key. And um, yeah, I'll tell you what, exciting times for you. So now you've got a big decision too. Well, you've had yours. You got le- have you got levers or anything like yep. that? I mean, yep. is, it, is that during the draft? Because there's some players that have been on levers during the draft. Our mate Dane Swan, who Swanee got called up on day two of levers, and uh, they said, well, you've just been drafted, Colin. We want you to come home. He said, oh, I'll see you in a week. <laughs> it wasn't too phased. But do you have levers? Yeah, so Leavers is actually uh, just before the draft this year. So um, last yeah. last year was during. So Neil Erasmus, our mate um, from last year, um, he had to come up, I'm pretty sure. So Yeah, he left um, on the second day. He did? Yeah. 
Have you yeah. have you lent on blokes like him just in regards to preparation for the draft, or and does he sort of say, you know, some of the pitfalls or some of the things you want to find out? I mean, he's had a, an okay year, but in a very good team, so very hard yeah, to yeah. break in. He's had a few injury setbacks and like. Gonna be good though. Oh, he's a nice player. He's, he's a very, very nice good. player, and he, he's like a good. Fe- he's a good fellow too. Um, have you sort of chatted to him much, or did he change once he went into the AFL system? Because <laughs> people change when they go into the AFL system. No, he's um he's one of my good mates, so I I play a fair bit of golf with him and have coffee with him pretty regularly. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, he's been good for any tips and stuff. Like he just gives general advice, kind of just be yourself in the interviews. Um, he had a fair few last year, and then yeah, just when I was out in the park, just. Showing my strengths and trying to do what I can. Same barber? You got the same hairdresser? <laughs> nah, nah. H, do you? Yeah, yeah. I, I've been fortunate enough to um, sort of catch up with him a couple of times this year, um, just and sort of how his draft year went, um, what he sort of did throughout the year, and sort of um, soak up a bit of um, his advice. So yeah, he's been really good for me this year. All righty, now we do the... I think uh, it's time to see what these guys are Yeah, yeah. I forget what this is called. What's it called? It's just six-pointer, mate. Six-pointer. It's not okay. his segment, so he doesn't care. So it's a six-pointer. So, boys, you've got to get your thinking caps on. These are... It, it, just answer the is. best you possibly can. And you just both a little get a insight point. into you guys before you go off to uh, bigger and better things. It's just think, this would be... Uh, you, you might have got similar line of questioning from your AFL recruiters. Yeah, this I, is the I'm tipping you would have too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Favourite sport and athlete other than footy? Um, probably at the moment for me, it'd be golf and tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam, Harry? Uh, basketball and lamello ball. Oh, lamello. There we go. Uh, you both open your own restaurant. What's the signature dish that's going to have people lining up? Um, for me, it'd probably go my chicken carbonara. Not bad. Slow-cooked ribs. Oh, yeah. I'm going to Harry's restaurant. <laughs> I can't have too many carbs here. That's my problem here. Uh, what song gets you up and about? So you're a bit uh, flat. You need a pump up. Before a game, I don't really have a song. Probably just any house music or like any Drake or anything like that. House music or what? Drake. 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 Yeah, I think Drake trouble. Well, I don't think we've played no, we don't, house we'll find, music we'll find, on SEN. Well, we'll find yeah. it, but has it, mate, has it got any swear words in it? Because <laughs> oh, we're, we're trying to stay know. on air. When, yeah. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> Harry? Um, something before school games is we have a little tradition um, called My House. Oh, yeah. um, so it's something we play on the speaker before every game, um, every home game. So that would be one of them. Yeah, the boys at the back gun, huh? Florida. Yeah. Flow, flow rider. rider. House. Oh, I reckon that's going to get a run. That's, yeah. yeah, the boys be able to type in flow rider. Uh, tell us something we don't know about you guys. Um, we know you can play footy. We know you're great young men. What don't we know about you? I can I can jump pretty high. My high jump PB is metre 99. Wow. How tall are you? Uh, 188. Wow. 199, the Fosbury that's flopper. Yep. That is a leap and a half. That's school a... record? Oh, nah, nah. What? I think the school record is just over two metres. So. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Good stuff. Stiff. Yeah, good luck, Harry, following that. What do you got for us, mate? Um, I don't know if it's something to sort of brag about, but in at the end of, end of year eight, um, I crushed a golf buggy um, in Sydney. Bunker so, or lake? Uh, tree. Tree. <laughs> um, yeah, how? So, how? Uh, no one ever believes me, but um, it was at night and we are driving to go pick the parents up from um, the restaurant. Um <laughs> And a bat flew on my face. Oh, no, it, no one believes me, but a bat flew on my face. Stop so it. 
I was trying to shake it off. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> next minute into a tray. He's Ventura-like. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm just writing this down. He's picking up, Coles. Yeah, he's picking up his parents who are at the restaurant on the sauce. Yeah. He's had to go get them. How old were you, Harry? Year eight. Oh, end of year eight. What would that be? 13, 13? 14. 14, 13. Yeah, 14. 14 that bat flew in your face. Did the 14. bloke at the pro shop buy that or at the resort? Did they buy that excuse? Uh, we actually came up with something else. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no one's going to believe a bat flew in face. <laughs> Say that steering wheel broke. He said he was drunk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. uh, what makes you, Ashley, we'll go to, do you have any secret talents? Oh, no, I can think Can you do anything other than footy? Secret talents. Golf? Yeah, but I'm not. You know, not, not, I'm, not, I'm not Tiger-like. <laughs> what do you play off? Oh, probably like 16. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. It's all right. Go, Goss. Harry? Um, I don't know. Secret <laughs> talents. Driving? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly not. Um, no, I don't know about secret talents. That's okay. We can move on. Yeah, okay. All right. What's the last one is uh, what makes you way more angry than it should? Yeah, what gets you angry when it really yeah. shouldn't? Um, for me, it'd probably be missing a two-footer yeah. on the golf course. Yeah. yeah. No, they have every right to be angry about that. Are you, are you a club thrower? No, it's just more abusing myself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a pretty competitive sort of person, so when, am I, when, when one of my mates sort of get that little bit further on me, say, in running or something, so um, that, that gets me pretty wind up or... Um, oh, we were talking just before about waiting for food for so long. Um Yes. That, that gets pretty frustrating. Did you have a similar experience to Goss? I did. Um, at the same, at, at the same, same sandwich-making establishment? That's it. Um, <laughs> yesterday or recently? Oh, no, it wasn't yesterday. No, it just took forever? Two weeks. Yeah, it took way too long. Like, they were taking the time like I didn't have anywhere to be or anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was the only person in the shop yesterday, without a word of a lie. I went in there and I thought, this is my, this is my day. Foot long, I didn't ask for anything, just teriyaki chicken, toasted, any cheese you like, whatever. 16 minutes and I got lapped by four different people. Four people and took 90 seconds to wrap it. Four stickers. Four stickers. Four stickers. Special with those extra stickers. <laughs> yeah. Imagine wrapping, imagine her wrapping the Christmas presents. Yeah. <laughs> it should be there in February. Still that one. Ready by Valentine's Day. <laughs> hey, boys, exciting. Good luck. Really exciting. Um, enjoy leavers. Behave. Uh, good luck in the recovery from the leg, I'm sure. Is it just... Tear it apart. What's the recovery from now for it? you just sort of got to stay off it a little bit, maybe? Um, yeah, so I've been off it for the last couple, like two and a half months. Um, hopefully I can do start doing a little bit of running maybe in the next month, um, month and a half. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, um, hopefully I'll be, be able to play a bit of free next year. Fantastic. We look forward to yeah. hearing your names called yeah, out on, uh, on draft night, fellas, and then following you uh, all the way. And when you're rich and famous, don't forget when yeah. we put the call in to say, can you come on our show, you blokes will say yes. Definitely. Clubs will say no, oh, and you will say yes. Yeah, I could go to a couple of clubs that... Don't like returning calls. <laughs> 24 past seven, say nothing. No. The boys are in the studio. Sam Gilby and Harry Cole, both uh, wonderful young talents. We look forward to seeing Good luck, them. fellas. Who's this flow rider? Thank you very much. My house. I oh, don't do that in front of the boys, mate. Don't. We can't even slow We don't have to go
they said just a little bit of Drake before we leave. They're just sitting out there in the uh, advertising area. Did you see their faces when Flo Rida came on and you started doing that wavy thing with your arms up in the air? And yeah. That sort of stuff. Did you see their faces? No. I think that's where we lost them. <laughs> good young men. They are very good, and uh, thanks for coming in. And you can follow that whole interview up again on sen.com.au or where the, wherever you get your podcasts, SENWA Breakfast. Uh, thanks to Harry and Sam for coming into the studio. Don't forget, get your friends to, uh, together if you want to share the thrill and the cost of owning a greyhound. Yes. You can have 20 owners. We've got to get one. We've got to get a puppy Absolutely. dog. Because we're going to race it. Well, you know what our dog is going to race every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. <laughs> we're going to really work it. But then we'll adopt it out. Uh, Greyhound uh, WA Racing, of course, over there in Cannington. <laughs> you want to run it every day. Yeah, well, you've got to get value for your money. Yeah, I had a Greyhound once. Loved it. It was great fun. Fantastic. Great, but we'll call it Tim the Gossip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I wanted to do, well, I wanted to call my Greyhound, and I did have a Greyhound that I owned on my own, and I wanted to call it Gossage Roll. Oh, too many connotations. Yeah, and I've, I was a little bit disappointed. 13, 12, 55, 0, 4, 8, 7, 7, 3, 6, 7, 3, 3, 3, Yeah. <laughs> As we just heard there in the news that uh, the Magic Round will be played in South Australia, Round 5. So if you're planning to head across and want to see all the footy, this would be a good weekend. Oh, it would be a great weekend. April 13 through to Sunday, April 16. We might, wow. we might speak to our bosses and do the whole week out there over in Adelaide, do the whole show over there. And we can send Miles Fitzner, who got very upset with our response to his. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, He'll be listening now because he always. A little thin-skinned, then. No, Come he, on. He reckons Fitz he magic? was comparing Adelaide to Melbourne with Melbourne, but we were having a go at him for saying about the pristine beaches. Yeah, and fair enough too. <laughs> and they've, they've got some nice beaches. They're, they're very sharky. Yeah, <laughs> 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 very sharky beaches. All right. Unlock ours. Hey, let's get a break away. It's been a very busy show, and thanks for your time. And don't forget, after 8 o'clock, I'm still here for another hour because it is the <laughs> the Wildcats well, show. What are you laughing at, mate? I don't know why. Wildcats hey, show for another hour. No, don't forget, I'm still here for another hour. It gets you Friday off to a flyer. 25 away from eight. Chuck Berry, Darren Berry, part of the SEN cricket commentary team. Of course, he'll be in action on Sunday when Pakistan and England go into battle for the T20 World Cup. Do you want me to stay for the Wildcats here? That would be lovely. Yeah, can't help you. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. I'm all in for this finishing with a six. Okay. Shabby to Butler. The captain with the privilege of finishing it right now. Butler goes hard to log on. It's over the top of Coley. It's six. The full firepower of England's openers unleashed in Adelaide. Astonishing stuff last night. There it is, Josh Butler hitting the winning runs as England marched their way to the final of the T20 World Cup in Adelaide last night. Smashing India. They play Pakistan. Darren Berry is a part of the SEN commentary team. And don't forget, it is on Sunday, 4 o'clock our time. Pakistan and England, weather permitting at the MCG. Chuck, that was ruthless last night. Thanks for joining us. Good morning to you, man. It was as comprehensive as you could get. And, I mean, Hales and Butler, we know they're, they're dynamic at the top. But to beat India, who have been pretty good through this series with the ball... 
none down. It, it was actually a demolition job. And, mm. wow, England, Pakistan now into the final, boys. Something to look forward to. One of these big decisions in the lead-up to this tournament and in the lead-up for England was the fact that they welcomed Alex Hales back into the fold. Now, this is a bloke that got put away because of uh, indiscretion away from the field as a like. We've seen him enough in the Big Bash. But England said, no, 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 all is forgiven and he's repaid them in spades. 100%. He has been in exile and people are probably well aware of the reasons. I think the previous leadership... Uh, we're certainly not keen to bring him back, but a bit of a fresh start, I suppose, with Josh Butler as captain. Um, you know, Matthew Mott is the coach, a former Aussie, and I think they've said we want our best players to win things. So uh, it paid, paid dividends in you know, last night. He was sensational that innings. He just destroyed them. He's played a bit at the Adelaide Oval and uh, sent out some warning signs. I'm really looking forward to Sunday now, boys, if it doesn't rain, because Pakistan are the best bowling side. And I think England have got the most dangerous batting lineup. I've got some news for you, Chuck. I'm just having a look at the um, Sunday forecast for Melbourne. Um, cloudy, yeah. very high, yeah. and it says near 100% chance. Oh, that's fairly high. A chance of showers, the chance of a thunderstorm, possibly severe, with heavy falls possible. What's the chance of getting a game away? Well, we fit across everything over here, but uh, it hasn't been great, got to be honest. And, you know, Scotty Melbourne, five seasons or four seasons, whatever we have in one day. I posted during the week, you've probably seen it, boys, and said, I hope they're rolling the wicket at Marvel Stadium and pull the roof on. You still, you still get 50,000 in and um, pack it out and play the game. I am worried. I'm genuinely worried with the weather. Uh, they have got the reserve day on Monday, but, gee, be disappointing to, to take it into Monday evening. But there is that reserve option for Monday night. The weather's not looking great. Who knows what's going to happen? Well, let's have, let's have a look at Monday. Cloudy, very high chance of showers, most likely in the morning and afternoon. So it's not looking good, uh, Chuck. But anyway, if going in, if the game goes ahead, and we hope, we really hope it does, because it should be an absolute cracker. Um, yesterday, or yesterday morning... Pakistan were probably going to go in favourites either way of who won last night. Um, yeah. Now I reckon that's been flipped on its head. Yeah, I reckon after last night, Scotty, you're probably right. Um, from the outset, I, I tipped England to win this tournament and I'm going to stay with them because of that brutal batting power. They've also got... I mean, they lost Mark Wood last night, a fast bowler, but they replaced him with Chris Jordan. Not a bad replacement. We've seen a bit of Chris Jordan. He's a very good bowler. I think a deal with Sheed will have a fair bit to say in the final. Leg spin on the MCG if we get out there. So I'm staying on England, but Pakistan are very, uh, what would you say? They're, they're exciting to watch, and at times they're hard to watch. If they bring their A game, which they did against New Zealand, we will have a cracking contest. If one side is to blow a side away, England will destroy Pakistan. Otherwise, I'm expecting a really close contest. And I hope for the final sake, that's what we get. Darren Berry, our guest, uh, T20 World Cup final Sunday. You hear it all on the SEN Network, 4 o'clock. Jared Waitley heading up the commentary team. Yes, tab touch market. England, $1.62. Pakistan, two thirty. Always gamble responsibly. Uh, Mike Hussey versus... Matthew Hayden. Matthew Hayden took the boys to Rotto. A little Rotto trip after they got beaten over here and they, they had a, a day on Rotnest and they reckon it might have been a game changer for them. Yeah, it's, it's uh, amazing, isn't it? You look, I look on the television screen and Hayden's had a significant influence on Pakistan. He's not just their batting coach. It looked to me, boys, the other night like he was calling yeah. all the shots. So, yeah. and, and that's the type of character he is. You know, he, he's in your face and he's got strong opinions and 
and those opinions are very good based on experience and class that he showed. Um, so well done to him. And, and then I turned the television on and there's M Hussey. That's hard to watch for me, I must admit. M Hussey coaching England. And uh, little chubby David Saker's in there doing a bit of work with the bowlers as well. <laughs> for my sakes. Anyway, I tell you what, it takes an Aussie to get in there and, uh, and change things around. Well, they, these guys are uh, uh, the guys that took Australia to possibly the best team in the world for, that the world's seen for a long, long, long time. It's no surprise that uh, other countries are seeking them out, Chuck. 100% Scott, in it's smart. I mean, you know, in footy terms, you don't just stay at your same club. Most assistant coaches spread their wings to gain some knowledge. And if you can bring your experience, I think it's very smart by England the tournaments in Australia to bring Michael Hussey into the fold and for Pakistan to employ Matthew Hayden, two blokes with vast experience and in Australia, it made a whole lot of sense. So you've got to give a big tick to their planning and preparation to, to be where they are now and it's proven they're in the finals. Unfortunately, as we know, uh, and I'm there say you've had ad nauseum discussion about the fact that our team couldn't get to the semi-finals, which was so tremendously disappointing. Certainly was, and yes, it certainly has been a hot topic right around the country. So it has been a hot topic. Now, I know you're here to talk about the uh, T20 World Cup final, uh, but I'd just love to throw in, I'm just checking the scoreline to see if this was correct. Did Victoria get bowled out for 63 yesterday uh, in a Shield game? You're nasty. At Allen Border Field? I'm just checking. Dean Duck, Harris Duck. He couldn't let it go, could he? Nasty. He couldn't let it go through to the keeper. <laughs> he loves it, mate. He loves it. But what happened there? Let it go through what the happened there, Chucky boy? <laughs> well, I must admit, Goss, uh, I went to the Gabba a few times in my 15 years and left with, with our tail between our legs. <laughs> but I'd never seen anything like yesterday. No, and Alan bought a field now. For your listeners, it was a little bit green, but goodness me, 63 all out. I'm glad I wasn't captain of that side. It would have been a nasty uh, discussion <laughs> last night. Already trailing by but 70 runs. No, no, sorry, I just had to get that in. Hey, I just noticed that, and I didn't realise this, and you might be able to set the record straight, that the match referee for that Shield game is Kepler Vessels. Is he, is he back in Australia full time? Uh, I don't know the answer, though. I know he's been a match ref all around the world. I'm not... I'm not exactly sure whether he's yeah. back in Aussie, but obviously we know he played for Queensland, so he'd be enjoying himself up there uh, in Queensland. He may well be, boys, yeah, for well, all I know. Yeah, well, I suppose if you're a world uh, match referee, you wouldn't be doing a Shield game if you're of any sort of ilk. Oh, if it was any good. <laughs> oh, that's that's, that's a, bit, a bit unfair. No disrespect. Now, that's why they wasted him on Victoria. <laughs> they said, look, you oh, I'm, I'm jumping too, Chuck, I'm sorry. Said, they said, do you want to make some money? Do you want to make some cash while you're on that? We'll give you a short <laughs> game of cricket if you want for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still there, Chuck? I don't know why I agree. <laughs> I don't know why I agreed to come on this show, you blokes. I'm serious. We're doing my best for you, and all you're doing is potting the greatest state in the world. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's happening, Big Bash? How are you looking? You're talking about uh, coming over to WA. Are you you're gearing up slowly but surely for what's going to be a Big Bash season, a, a new look Big Bash season, an energised Big Bash season? And I think with Australia's disappointment, I think there might be the fans might sort of want to, to get a, their teeth into their local teams, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it, to be brutally honest with you. I hope you're right, Doss, uh, because it has, we, we've got to be honest, it's dropped the ball a little bit in recent times. It, they went with the uh, the auction, the, the, um, what do you call it, the player draft uh, this year, and I'm very lucky to be back involved uh, after out of it for a few years. Ricky Ponting 
kindly contacted me, so I'm going to do some work with my old mate Jeff Fawn helping the Hobart Hurricanes. So I'm looking forward to that. We've got a pretty good list, but you know what you do with names on paper. Uh, we're going to have to turn up and, you know, hopefully the Hobart Hurricanes, you're looking at their side pretty good. I know your mob, Perth Scorchers, they've been the best franchise for a long time. The Sydney Sixers will be strong. So I'm really looking forward to it, and I will... Uh, I'll pop and say hello when I pop over there yeah. cross to Perth for the big day. Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah, really. please do, mate. Yeah, I'll be on holidays, but it's okay. Drop in and see the B, <laughs> the B team. Yeah, walk in here and put one on your chin, I reckon. Oh, I chucked it. No. Well, with a chair. Well, He'll have a chair. Well, he's a great Saints man, so we might just chew the fat about new the coach. great appointment of the new coach. Yeah. How are you feeling about that, Chuck? Did you uh, tear up your membership, Gosh? Yeah, yeah, it's gone. It's, you gonna... yeah it's, it's, it's gone, Chuck. You're burnt. Yeah, I'll melt it. It's no, melted. That's disappointing, mate. That's disappointing. <laughs> hey, mate, when you... Sorry, mate, when you talk about Hados with Pakistan and Mr Cricket with England, Chuck Berry with Hobart is as big a slap to the face of a Victorian team as I've seen. Yeah, no, well, that's what I alluded to before. I didn't know whether you guys were going to go there, so I tried to cover my bases, and I said it's great for people to go in a state and spread their wings. Yeah. And, and you sort of go up to it, so, yeah, it, it does feel a bit strange to go down there, I must admit, but that's what you have to do sometimes to um, to get, you know, those different experiences, and, and all jokes aside, I'm looking forward to it. And, and I, I wish you blokes all the best because it's going to be hard watching the World Cup final over there in Perth on black and white TV. But I'm hearing <laughs> colour is coming through. There's a shot <laughs> back. There's a shot You're back. I tell you. Uh, no, that's no, fair enough. Get down to Hobart. You can't pay the mortgage with a cuddle. Uh, the bank manager won't accept that. But tell us, mate, you were all over England from the get-go. You, you've tipped England from the start of this tournament. You're obviously going to stay yep. with them, mate. Yeah, I think England for me, uh, and you read out the odds before, gamble responsibly, but if I had a little $20, I'd probably stick it on England. I just think that they back down to number eight. Their bowling's got good variety, uh, and I think they look pretty hungry to something. So um, I hope we get a great final Sunday night MCG on the SCN Network. I'm with England. What about you two? A quick tip, Goss. What are you going to go uh, with, Pakistan or England? No, England. Been on England right right from the start. I wrote off Pakistan after they lost here. And it was some world-famous commentary. I don't know if you've heard the commentary. But uh, I wrote them off and said it was all over. Um, this is what happened. And Pakistan yeah, no. are pointless. Yeah. Mm. yeah, pointless. Pointless. I did hear that commentary, Scotty, uh, over here. It was on Hutchie and Pickett's <laughs> Saturday morning show <laughs> for the self-promotion report. Uh, and we did get a fair bit of that uh, loud voice over there in the West, but that's why we love him. They don't, they don't miss those two, I tell you. <laughs> Nothing goes past those two. They are the best. Uh, well, you know what? Just for interest's sake, I'm going to go with Pakistan. I reckon they can uh, get some... Uh, they reckon they can take a wicket, unlike India, and uh, I'm going to stick with the Packies, and I'm just going to enjoy the way that they support their team and the crowd and, and get along for the ride. Um, the passion's unreal. I mean, the promoter's dream was to probably get mm-hmm. India in, to be honest, because it wouldn't have mattered if it was snowing at the MCG, 100,000 still. But <laughs> I think we'll still get a match with our boys. I really do. And, you know, it won't surprise me if there's 70,000 Pakistan and 20,000 England. The Barmy Army will be in. Pakistan will be waving their flags. It'll be a great spectacle. 
I'm just praying. I'm driving to work now over here, and uh, the sun is out in Melbourne, so who knows what Sunday delivers. No you need to finish with in. a lie, mate. No <laughs> need to finish with a lie. There's no way the sun's out. Good stuff. Hey, good on you, Chuck. Love the love your passion. Love your uh, time to give us on the breakfast show this morning, mate. Uh, enjoy what hopefully will be a memorable final in the T20 World Cup. You can hear it all here on SEN on f- Sunday from 4 o'clock. Thanks for joining us. Great, man. Great to chat, boys. Cheers. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. Thanks for your company this week. We'll be back on your radio, of course, on Monday. And thanks to the boys for coming to the studio, Sam Gilby and Harry Collin, all the young Fellas that have uh, yeah, I think we've uh, we've uh, well, I guess we've given everyone a little look into uh, the future and, and some really quality young men. Good luck to all of them. Hope they all get picked up. Scotty, have a great weekend. Have a great Friday. I'll be staying here for the next hour with the Wildcats show. We've got a family pass to give away against the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix next cool. Thursday. And don't forget, not the magic. <laughs> no, not Johnny Dodge and uh, a few of the other boys. Yeah. No longer playing, Bruce. I'd Baldwin. love to stay for this next hour, but I'm, I'm just, I've forgotten all these meetings I've got now. I've got to, I've got to go, mate. So, sorry, man. Been a great week. Bryce Cotton, John Rilly, Brady Manick, Mitch Creek, everybody are going to join us. So don't go anywhere. Come on, Wildcats fans. You've got a chance to win a family pass as well to next Thursday's game. What well under the boys? What well under Bray? What well under Special Kane? What well under you, Scott? Uh, and also to you. All the best. <laughs>